TMP, 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 TMP. What's the vibes, man? Big vibes all the time. Nothing but big fucking vibes. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the NBA Finals. We going into game six. I mean, I didn't know if I wanted to do a preview or wanted to do a review. So I kind of settled somewhere in between because... It's been a fascinating finals. In this episode, we're going to kind of break down what's been going on, discuss a couple of the storylines, and discuss where I see it going from here, all right? First off, let's start with Steph. This is a finals MVP he needs. This is a finals W he needs. But above all, he needs the finals MVP. Because if you win another finals without a finals MVP, it's just not going to look good on his legacy. I think a little too much is made of that. But at the end of the day, you still need to get one. He came out balling. First few games, balling out. Game five, I think it was. That game? No, game four. Yeah, game four in Boston when they was down 2-1, I believe. Yeah, they was down 2-1. Game four in Boston, he went crazy. He went crazy. Um, Now, game five. Last night, he didn't do so well. Uh, first time ever he didn't hit the three in a in a playoff game. Um, I think he had like 16 points, 18, maybe less than that. But they still won. And I don't know if that looked good for Boston because a theme of this series was it was just Steph and he could try to get help wherever he could get it, but it wasn't no help. Last night, you know, Clay, Wiggins, and uh, Poole, they all came in the hoop. They all came to help him out, So and he didn't play well. So, Steph, to me, is still the front runner for finals MVP. If they win, he's going to get it. Um, he's played well. I think he's going to continue to play well. And he showed me a little, little something. I've always been a guy that's like, no KD, no dynasty. And we'll see. We'll see. But I always felt like, you know, they were a very good team, great team. But not a dynasty without KD. And we'll see how that goes. As far as Steph being a top 10 player of all time, I love when people say what I'm about to say. If you're going to put him in the top 10, who are you taking out of the top 10? Because he wasn't always in the top 10. Like, you're going to take out Duncan. You're going to take out Shaq. You're going to take out Kobe. Gonna take out LeBron, you're gonna take out Magic, you're gonna take out Burr. Maybe you could take out Burr if you want to. Uh, uh. You know what I'm saying? Who you taking out? Who you putting him above? So to me, he's not one of the top 10 best players ever. If you want to say greatest, and we've had this conversation before, maybe. Because to me, greatness is like impact on the game. Um Things that you did better than anyone else, like the way you won chips and stuff like that. So if you want to say he's one of the greatest ever because he single-handedly changed the game, then yeah, I can give you top 10 greatest. But as far as top 10 best players ever, I don't know if he's better than KD. Is he greater than KD? Yeah. Is he a better basketball player than KD? Hell nah. I don't see it. So top 10 for me, Steph Boogie, nah, but he nice, you know, and uh, We'll see what happens these next two games. Up next, Jason Tatum. He been on this Kobe shit heavy. 
Um, you know, I rock with him. I, mm. You know, I'm a Kobe guy. If you know me, you know I'm a Kobe guy. So I, I like it. I don't think it's sickening. But I need bro to hoop. You know, you you a little older than Kobe was when he went to his first finals. You about three years older. So you putting up some good numbers. But we need you to keep it up. He a little too soft for me talking to these refs. He always talking to the refs. He not taking advantage of the little guys on him. When he drive, he doing floaters. He rarely doing layups. He doing all these fadeaways, sidestep threes. Like, bro, I ain't saying you got to be a dunker and turn into LeBron or no shit. But, bro, you got Steph on you, go lay it up. You got pool on you, go lay it up. Even Clay, like, you two, three inches taller than these people. Lay that shit up. Now, Wiggins is another issue. But I need more out of Tatum. Now, it's no secret that he done... Uh, broke the record for most turnovers in the finals. I'm sorry, most turnovers in the playoff. I don't think that's a big deal. I personally do not think that's a big deal. If it was such a big deal, then you got to look at the other people on that list. You got people on the list like Shaq, D-Wade, LeBron, Magic. Uh, so I don't think that's a big deal. And he got the most assists in the playoffs and the most total points in the playoffs. So if you're going to throw the bad out there, you got to throw the good out there with him. He's also had games in this finals with 10 rebounds and 10 assists separately. So he's not playing his best. His shooting percentage ain't the best. He's turning it over. And he is disappearing at times. But he's playing well. Um, and they're going to need him in game six and game seven. You're going to have to step it up some more. Next on the list, Dre Mid fucking Green. Dre Mid. Uh, shout out to my boys of the Green Room Dynasty. Catch them on Spotify Live every day, 1 p.m. Um, you know, you can follow me on there at Dream. Follow my boy Ski on there. Um, and we do our thing as far as betting almost every day. But Dre mid, he just, I, I've been said he was mid. He's playing mid. He's a king of the triple single. And everybody was telling me, oh, IQ, IQ, oh, defense, defense. Niggas getting fouled out of games. Niggas ass. But he is improving his play. He did have a good, a decent game yesterday, especially compared to the other games he had. And we'll see going forward. I just think that people need to understand what Draymond is. He's not a guy that if he leaves uh, Golden State and average 17 or 20 somewhere else, that's not him. He's not a great passer. No, he's just a good passer for his position. He's not a great rebounder. No, he's just a good rebounder. You see Wiggins grabbing all them boards. Now, a lot of that is because he's boxing people out. But Wiggins is naturally more athletic. He's a better jumper. So, you know, he's getting more rebounds naturally. You know, in Draymond, he's a very, very good defender. I don't say great right now, but he's a very, very good defender. But even then, he's getting lit up some games, and he's falling out. So, I don't think they need great Draymond, but they need him not to be trash. As long as he is not trash, they should be okay. Next up, Jalen Brown. Had a spark when he started. He's starting to fall off a little bit. They need him. He's he's too up and down, man. Like some games, he's going to have 25, 27. Other games, he's going to have like 16, 5, 6 turnovers. He does play decent defense. He just has to... Honestly, man, this Boston offense in general, all they do is like ISO hero ball, it seems like. Sometimes they drive and kick and swing and get open threes and get nice layups with, you know, Marcus Smart. 
like lobbing it, uh, Robert Williams and all that. Sometimes they do that, but too much, too often, they do a pick and roll, try to get Steph or somebody on Tatum or Brown, and then dribble, 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 end up doing a bullshit floater in the lane or doing a step back three or like this offense, it just got to look better. And Jalen is a part of that. They got to get on the break, want some fast breaks. They need to run their offense and stop just trying to attack Steph because Steph is attackable. But, man, you can't do that all game, I don't think. I mean, maybe you can. Either way it go, they got to get better with it, especially Jalen, because at one point he was going to be the finals MVP if they won. So I don't want to put too much pressure on these boys. They're young. I think they're like 23, 24, 24, 25. And leading the team to the final. So I don't want to act like that's not a challenge, but you're here now. And this is what we need. You're just too up and down, Jalen. You know, and um, they need you to be aggressive. They need you to be that dog. Finally, on the list, Andrew Wiggins. People who said was a, the person who said was a bust. Uh, people said that he wouldn't fit in with the Warriors. People, including me, clowned him being an all-star. Like, all-star? Nigga, what the fuck? Andrew Wiggins is the reason why Golden State is going to win the series. Steph is Steph. But Steph could have been Steph, and they would have lost this series. If they win this series, it's because of Andrew Wiggins because he's their most athletic player. He is attacking the basket, and he's one of their best defenders. I feel like if Steve Kerr, and you look at the box scores, but I feel like if Steve Kerr is going to play anybody 40 minutes, it's going to be Steph and Wiggins. You can't play Dre 40 minutes because his offense ain't there. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can't play Clay 40 minutes because he's too up and down. You ain't playing pool 40 minutes because his ass can't play no defense. You're not playing Looney 40 minutes because he ain't only even play 40 minutes as it is. The only person that's going to play 40 minutes that I think Steve Kerr truly trusts is Wiggins. And that's crazy to say that knowing how Andrew Wiggins was. But if you bet his points and rebounds been going over basically all series. It's been like 24 and a half. Now it's 26 and a half. I already bet it for the next game. And I just, I'm betting it because I see him continuing to be aggressive offensively, get the second or third most shots on the team. A lot of them going to be layups. A lot of them going to be, you know, his little mid-range jumpers that he get, get some fast break joints. And then rebounds, it's simple. It's like everybody on Golden State boxing a man out and he flying in for the rebounds. Man had back-to-back double-doubles, like 16 and 11 rebounds back-to-back games. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right now, he is... Top two defenders, him and Gary Payton Jr., he's a top two defender on the team. He's top two offense. Him and Steph. Now, the thing about Wiggins, I just feel like at any time, he could get ass again. So, I don't want to put my my eggs in his basket, all my eggs in the Wiggins basket. But, at the end of the day, they need him. So, we'll see. Finally, just to wrap it all up, what do I see happening in game six? I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. You know, last night, Steph had 16-8. He was 0 of 9 from 3, and they still won. So a part of me want to say, oh, well, Steph going to turn it up, and they're going to end it in 6. And it could happen. But um, I respect Boston too much. I respect the uh, coach a lot. I like the coach a lot, and I think he's going to have these boys ready to play. So ready to play that, I mean, I, I'm not going to bet on who's going to win the game. And I'm just going to say I'll go with Boston and we'll see you guys game seven, Father's Day. I think the NBA won it that way anyway. So, as always, 
Thanks for listening. Send all love mail, hate mail, songs, words of affirmation, um, show ideas, all that. ToxicKingTalk at gmail.com. ToxicKingTalk at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.